electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. OpenAI CEO Sam Altman now turning his attention to chips, reportedly looking to raise up to $7 trillion for a new venture. This is a question we find ourselves asking a lot. How real is it? It's Friday, February 9th. Welcome to the Tech Check Podcast. I'm Georgia Bosa with Mark Gilbert. How often do we get to say trillions with a T in what we Trillions do? with a T. Yeah, billions, you know, uh, we used to talk about startups raising bil- millions and then billions was a big deal. And now we've got this report that Sam Altman is looking to rate, raise trillions. And I, I like that what, what you just said, how real is that, right? That should be sort of the new name of this podcast. That's our tagline. We find it asking like so, it. so many times we say, how real is that? So Sam Altman, founder of OpenAI, dreams big, obviously. And now he's going around the Middle East, talking to sovereign wealth funds, looking to raise trillions with a T, D. For a new semiconductor venture. I mean, even just like those two sentences, there's so much to unpack. Um, it's every, every part of the story is mind boggling and huge in terms of ambition, scale, investment. On TV this morning, I called this the moonshot of all moonshots, um, <laughs> which it truly is. And when I think of moonshots, I think of Google's X moonshot factory. So I'm gonna use Google's definition here. A moonshot is something that sounds undoable, but if done, could redefine humanity. Altman has, like, may have already done that with OpenAI and ChatGPT, obviously with the help of many other technologists along the way, but he mainstreamed uh, generative AI, which has led to a shift in habits. We haven't even begun to see the shifts that will come out of this. Um, and this is sort of part of that drive as well, to reach AGI, and we'll talk about that in a moment, artificial general intelligence, you need the chips, but that is not easy. So this also means that this whole story should be taken with some amount of skepticism. A lot, and I mean a lot, would have to fall into place for this to even come close to happening. Yeah, I think before we focus on the specific uh, you know, project itself, I think it's worth uh, talking first about sort of the scale and the number that we're talking about, right? According to the Wall Street Journal, it could require up to $7 trillion dollars uh, anywhere from five to seven is the number that they said. That's seven times the expected size of total chip sales in the year 2030, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it's expected that in the year 2030, there's going to be a trillion in, tri- and in that's, chip sales. That's more than five years away. Yeah. Yeah. 2030, not around the corner. More than the combined market caps of Apple and Microsoft, right? They're both sitting just below three trillion right now. Uh, it's seven million millions. And... <laughs> I, I had fun looking up different ways of describing this this okay. morning. I even played around in like the image generator on ChatGPT. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, like, show me, me how much seven mil, seven trillion is. And they're like, well, we actually have to go to space to do that. Um, and then I also didn't trust myself to like know off the top of my head how many zeros. So in case you're wondering, it's 12 zeros. It's a seven and then 12 zeros. And we had some fun on TV too. I was like, no, just give me the biggest image you can of what $7 trillion looks like to look at that number. And our amazing producers, Lauren Jasmine, they're like, what if we just did like a wall, which um, in TV talk, 
a wall. It's like, how do I explain this? Like, it's like it's like the whole screen, screen side yeah, by yeah, yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like the longest like it's the longest physical. graphic we can make yeah usually it's like sort of like multiple things side by side by side it yeah. takes up a whole wall in a giant studio in englewood cliffs our headquarters you can't like build something like that in a bureau it has to be in a tv headquarters so anyway that was just that's just like the first mind-boggling thing the project itself let's get into that it's aimed at reshaping the world's chip building capacity that's not like a throwaway sentence <laughs> Um, this is one of the most complex, expensive, and geopolitically sensitive industries in the world. I feel like we've been talking about chips and national security nonstop for the last few years in particular and moving that dependence from Asia away. It's a project that would create an equally complex partnership between <laughs> open AI, chip makers, investors, power providers, because you need a lot of energy for this, and governments. Yeah, I mean, you've seen from the U.S. government, right? The commerce industry and the Biden administration has talked, you know, a ton about their efforts to, uh, you know, promote a semiconductor industry in the United States. Uh, you know, Intel uh, and and its efforts, it's gotten some help from the government because this is seen as, uh, you know, an area where you need a national champion. And we saw during the supply chain, the supply chain crisis during the pandemic, right? It became a huge issue yeah. that, uh, you know, so much of our uh, you know, like like cars and blenders and refrigerators all have Everything. chips in them. They all come from a really complex supply chain all over the world. And when, you know, that was snarled during the pandemic, all of a sudden no one could make cars or blenders or refrigerators. Right. And also let's just mention the fact that TSMC, right, which is the biggest chip manufacturer in the world, it's located, it's a Taiwanese company. And that has raised all these geopolitical fears. What if China actually one day tries to um, reclaim Taiwan or invade Taiwan to reclaim it. So we, totally. and it was like in the pandemic, we woke up and we're like, whoa, all of our chips are made by TSMC. This is a Taiwanese company. China's interested in making Taiwan its own once again. It argues that it is. Let's not go into the politics here. But yes, that's like the whole backdrop, right? And I think, and so and I think the, the what you're about to say is, is that also, <laughs> you know, it's a lot more complicated than the chips in the blender. You know, it's a lot yeah. <laughs> more complicated than the chip that goes in in like whatever the sensor on your garage door. Right. These chips are really complicated and really expensive. And also the most advanced of which NVIDIA is sort of the only player at the moment. Right. In terms of those the highest end GPUs, which are necessary for creating generative AI models. So that brings us to the why of all of this. And this is like potentially the most interesting, but also the most pie in the sky. OpenAI and Sam Altman, they're on a quest to develop AGI. That's artificial general intelligence. I expect like half the listeners of this to roll their eyes there because there's so many different definitions and so on. But we'll explain how OpenAI, OpenAI defines it, which is systems that are broadly smarter than humans. And so if you think about that, it then gives those systems the ability to teach itself, thereby creating new, even potentially smarter AGIs. That's like the end of civilization stuff or the supercharging of civilization, depending on what side you're, at, you're on. It's either really dangerous or really like amazing for humankind. Right. And then as we found out, you know, in the last sort of year and a half of, of mainstream reporting about this, is that that, that is going to require vast quantities of chips. I, you know, I think we in the tech press have talked about artificial intelligence for a long time. I think it sort of only became clear recently what we were talking about in terms of uh, like hardware, uh, just like sheer, the sheer size of development and how in how short supply 
uh, all these chips were going to be as the you know site the cycle that we're in gets underway. So far, right? Of course, we've seen Microsoft fund OpenAI's development, and we've seen that investment. I mean, that investment is thirteen billion dollars, and you know it could be just we sort thought of a drop that was the, a lot. We thought that was a lot, but it's not a lot that's you know stacked up against seven trillion, uh, which will right. obviously require you know capital from even bigger sources, and the only sort of sources that have enough money for that is is governments and sovereign wealth funds. And so that's why Sam Altman Particularly is going around the Middle East. In the Middle East, right? Yeah. The Middle Eastern sovereign wealth funds have like just these massive, massive funds with trillions of dollars in assets, and it's essentially oil money. And so this raises like another one of many, many questions. If semiconductors are an issue of national security, do you let Abu Dhabi get a foothold, right? If this is all about national security, and we're trying to move chip making back to the United States, and the Middle East is going to be funding this venture, who's going to be controlling it? Yeah, completely. I mean, it's also really fascinating about then what happens with with uh, with the Taiwanese issue we were just talking yeah. about, right? Is like, how do you build these sort of like enduring, uh, you know, I, rem I remember we talked about uh, sort of like the rise of globalism in the in the 90s and 2010s. And then there was like sort of, sort of moment during the pandemic that was like, is globalism dead, right? We saw the sort of like, we saw tariffs and we saw the supply chain getting so complicated uh, and, and sort of blocking so many countries from able to do their own thing during the pandemic. Um, and I, this is one of those cases, like you, you would have to sort of reignite the forces of globalism. Um, you know, and it's tough to think about like US and China- well getting together to do a chip project like this. But there may be no better project to do so, right? Because <laughs> generative AI kind of brings, changes the world, right? If you believe it's gonna change the world, this needs to be a global effort. Um, but like, I don't know, that's just one question because the other thing is like, how how is Sam Altman and OpenAI going to lead the design of, of ultra high end chips when China has been trying to do that for decades, when Apple and Microsoft and Amazon are trying to create their own custom chips that can rival that of NVIDIA's. And, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know where to go with this because it's a partnership. I don't know how much actually OpenAI and Sam Altman want to do themselves or whether he's just, this is this huge moonshot where he's like, I'm going to lead this and get all the experts to do this because, or and how much they're going to do it. So anyways, there's a ton of questions. It's such a fascinating idea though. And I think I think one, one thing that you and I that you and I talked about this morning, um, just on a phone call, but the the idea of like Sam Altman as um, as sort of like visionary leader and how much and sort of you know the 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 myth of visionary leaders is overall right. You've got sort of like you know Steve Jobs and and Elon Musk and Pete, Adam Newman, Elizabeth Holmes at Theranos. Like how much are these people sort of myth makers and build up narratives of themselves as sort of able to do the impossible yeah. and how much of it is fake and sort of, you know, faking it till you make it. And you only find out, you know, who's the Adam Newman and who's the Elizabeth Holmes after the fact. And actually in the moment you have to just sort of be like, yeah, yeah I'm going to raise trillions of dollars and you have to have that swagger, even if, you know, exactly. if, if behind the scenes, it's a, it's a fugazi. I, Elon, how many times have we been here where, where, you know, a lot of folks are saying Elon Musk has an absolutely insane idea. He's not going to pull it off. And, you know, he does like there has to be a bit of suspension of disbelief. And that's why it's so fun to cover tech, because you do get these figures. Um, so well, I mean, I go the other way on Elon Musk, because like, you know, 
where where are those tunnels? Where where are all those hyperloops we were supposed to have? You know, well, like no, I, he's he's always he's, teasing he's done, some cars that were supposed to be out. You know, two three. I, four I'll take years the other ago. side of that. No, I'll take the other side of that. He has single handedly changed. Well, not single handedly. He's not a team, but <laughs> yeah. led the change for the automotive industry that had stayed the same for decades and decades. He's, totally. Can't you argue know, putting with that. rockets into space. So I can't argue I with that. Will... But it's not a hundred percent hit rate. There are some things that it's clearly just sort of district. get some cl yeah. things clearly just sort of get uh, lost. And lost this to is the, the classic story. I mean, I've, I've been in San Francisco for for almost ten years now, and I can't remember a story where <laughs> it's been this ambitious, even covering you know WeWork and SoftBank's Vision Fund, et cetera, et cetera. So this will be an interesting one to follow. Clearly, Sam Altman is visionary. Um, We'll see if we can get more details on this. Tune in. To yeah, it'll be interesting to see. All right, have a good week, Andy. You haven't heard about the McCrispy yet? Well, then, you probably haven't heard the sweet silence after the first crispy bite either. Go try it for yourself to hear the best not sound you've ever heard.